Hey, St. John, welcome to this post-sermon podcast. I am Deacon Estalia, and with me today is Vicar James. Hello. Today, we are discussing the sermon from one of our Wednesday services during the season of Lent. So how are you today, Vicar? I'm doing okay. All right, well, let's get started. Tell me a little bit about the text that you preached on from Wednesday. Sure. So this is um, the third chapter of Judges, starting in verse 7. The author of the book of Judges starts to get into the specifics of um, how the people of Israel rebelled against God. Uh, In the previous chapter, we saw uh, the death of Joshua, and then you see this um, overview, this sort of summary of the things that are going to happen. And then uh, we get a list of nations that are still not under the Israelites' control in and near the Promised Land. And then so starting in chapter Chapter 3, verse 7, this is where he starts to get into specifics, starts to talk about how the people rebelled, um, how he raised up judges, and then um, and then how uh, he saved them. And, uh, and this, this happens twice, once with um, Othniel and then once with Ehud. So then what was the central teaching of the sermon? The central teaching of the sermon was is that um, God brings salvation to all people, uh, us and them. So I really kind of tried to focus on the us and them uh, aspect of it, because uh, a lot of times we tend to, to look at the world through an us and them uh, standpoint. It's very easy, especially when we read a book like Judges and go, man, those people, they were really bad, or man, those people were really silly in the things that they were doing. I, I, I was really focusing on this aspect of us and them. And I really like the example that you gave at the beginning of your sermon, which was a good one of the us, is, us versus them. Could you remind us what that example was? Yeah, so uh, so a while back I was surfing the internet, like I said, and and I, I ran across this um, this news article, and in it, in and like how these articles are, they you know you, you know criminal does something silly, and so you know, you know just out of curiosity, click on it. But you know, I, and for whatever reason, this particular video just really stuck out at me because probably because you could see the the young man really clearly, you know. Uh, and uh, you could see uh, the fear on his face. I think that it's really easy for us to sit on the other side of that and go, oh yeah, you know, this guy is a fool for what he did, or this guy's silly, or, uh, you, know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm better than this guy. And, and, and I think that translates pretty easily over to the book of Judges, because, uh, you know, like I said, we, we oftentimes look at these people and go, yeah, we would never do that. We wouldn't be. He got what he deserved. Yeah, that's, that's different, different than, than me. me yeah. Right. So then what was the problem that the sermon sought to identify. So it sought to identify this this tendency of ours to to look at the world as us and them. We tend to be the Pharisee, and even though we don't like to call ourselves the Pharisee, you know, um, you know, we, we try to we think we're better than them or or whatever, um, you know. We, we, we do tend to do that, and, and we do it a lot of times without thinking, largely because it makes us feel better, you know? It makes us feel better and to think about ourselves as not being as bad as the other person. And while our crimes may not be the same, our sins may not be the same, um, it is still sin that causes us, um, it causes the troubles in this world and ultimately causes us death. That was really what I was trying to focus on, uh, especially at the beginning of Lent, is to try to set this, to set this um, um, idea that, you know, it is all of our sins, regardless of what they are, that, that are the problem in this world. It's not this guy's worse than me. It's, you know, it's, it's all of us together. So then we really aren't different from the bad guy or from the Moabites or... Israelites. Yeah, when it comes uh, when it comes to sin, we're not. And yeah, there are degrees of sin, and I I don't think we should uh, you know just 
try to say, oh, all sin is the same, um, but the result of all sin is the same. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's what causes death in this world. It's what what all uh, where the problems are all coming from. And that really stuck out to me from your sermon that the cause of death isn't whatever's written on the death certificate. The cause of death is sin. That's exactly right. It's 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 sin, and that's what's going to kill us all. So then, what was the gospel for us? How did you get to Jesus? God is is uh, is ever merciful. He's ever graceful. All right. Even when we look at this um, uh, this book, this book of Judges, you know, we get the warning in chapter two that um, you know they're going to continually fall away from uh, God. They're going to continue to sin. Yet in the very next set of verses in chapter two, he says, "Well, I'm going to raise up all these judges for you." Um, and so that's what he does in in the text is like he knows he knows that these people are going to sin he knows what they're going to do yet despite that he's he's merciful right he he, he raises up judges to um, to bring them um, away from uh, um, from these uh, oppressors um, and he continues to do this throughout history and then all the way up until his son the ultimate judge he brings him forward ultimately to free us all from sin and so um, and so throughout this text, we see uh, God being faithful to his people, and we seeing seeing him show mercy to his people. And he does this ultimately in the end through Jesus as well. How did you intend to benefit your hearers in their faith or life? Especially, uh, well, in this text, uh, especially in, in Lent, um, the idea was to, uh, to get people to focus on the real problem, and that is sin, right? Um, it's sin in their lives, and I think that's important in the Lent season because um, you know it's a good thing to see where our sin fits in the story of God's story. You know where we sit in this story. We're the sinners, and God came to save us, right? Um, it's not it's not the other people who are the problem, and it's me and God against the world, right? It's not that. It's God came to save all of us, including our neighbor, right? And so um, the, the the idea here was for people to look at their own sin and see it as a part of the problem and to have that kind of framework as we move into the Lent uh, season. Yeah, I too am part of this problem that God came to solve. I want to bring the small catechism into our conversation. Where do we find this sermon's teaching in it? Of course, we see it in uh, the first uh, or in the the, the Ten Commandments. Um, also, actually, you see it probably in a lot of different places in the in the Catechism, the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer. But I think, really specifically, we can find it in uh, the section four of Luther's Catechism, and this is where he's written out some questions for people who are getting ready to take the Lord's Supper, to take the sacrament of the altar. And one of the questions, question four, in there, it says, um, "What have I or what?" have you deserve what have you deserved from God because of your sins and the answer that uh, he's expecting from them is this it says his wrath and displeasure temporal death and eternal damnation and then he quotes Romans chapter 6 in there at the very end and um, and that's where Paul is talking about the fruits of our sin what are the fruits of our sin death death, and that's what we deserve, right? All have sinned and fallen short. So these are Christians that he's talking to, and he's trying to get them to understand that it is your sin that is causing the problem, right? And you need to, and we need to all repent of that. Sure, this is a really good segue, just talking about that we deserve death, punishment. And you also say in your sermon that God doesn't give us what we deserve. I have this question from one of 
your hearers from Wednesday. The question is, does God still send judgment on disobedience? I think so. Um, I mean, yes, he does. And that's a, that's a really good question, because a lot of times it's sometimes, or sometimes it's really hard to see that. We live in these two kingdoms. We live in the spiritual world and the earthly world. And God is governing both. And in the spiritual world, we, we get salvation, right? Uh, but in the earthly world, this is where God governs through his law, and he governs through um, means. He governs through people, right? Governs through um, various different agencies. But one of the things is, is that a lot of times these agencies are filled with people who are also sinners, who are also um, have their own agendas going on. And so sometimes I think we do see God uh, delivering justice through these means, you know, uh, when the police officer or the judge sentence a criminal for their behavior, that, that's God's um, uh, institutions uh, working as he intended them to work to, to police those sins, all right? But sometimes we don't see that happen. Sometimes because we're still living in a sinful world, these things... Um, fall through the cracks, or there's just nobody above whomever it is that's committing the sin. I think a good example of that would be like World War II. It happened a long time ago. Everybody's familiar with it. And you have Hitler, right? He does all of these things, but then ultimately the world comes together, and um, and he, is, he, he pays the price for the atrocities committed. But on the other side of that, you have Stalin, who, who fought on the side of the Allies, right? Well, Stalin committed a tremendous amount of atrocities, but he lived a long life and died an old man. And so we didn't see that temporal punishment there. So I think sometimes you see it, other times you don't. And that's largely because we are living in a fallen world. But ultimately, uh, justice will be served at the end uh, when God comes back to judge all the living and the dead. We will see it, but sometimes we just don't see it in the temporal world. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate this conversation about your, your Wednesday sermon, and this wraps up the episode for today. Thanks for listening to this discussion. In case you missed today's sermon or want to listen to it again, the link to the sermon is in the show notes. You can also find the sermon on our church website, stjohndublin.org. If you, the listener, would like to submit a question about a sermon, please email us at podcast at stjohndublin.org or if you'd prefer to text a question, please text the phone number found in the show notes. Thank you, Vicar James, for joining me and for feeding us the word this week. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.